0: Whoever kills someone else actively with his own hands, he smote him with a sword, which has the ability to potentially kill. Because if a stone is too small to kill someone, the guy dies; it's considered a freak accident. choked him to death. burned him in fire to death. because he killed himself. He is executed in Bezdin, if convicted. Someone hires someone else to kill this fellow. He hires his, he sends his slaves to kill him. He ties up, and puts him in front of a hungry lion, or the like. And, the, and, the, and then the lion kills, the animal kills him is simply a person kills himself. All these examples he's considered a murderer. he has the of murder and under his record. and he's liable to death by the the heavenly Bezin. but the earthly Bezin will not execute him in these examples. Base we know that's halacha? It says if a person kills another person. Or a person spills the blood of another person, his blood shall be spilled. This is a, 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 a pasuk in Bereishis, Perek pasuk Vav. This pasuk refers to somebody who kills themselves, not through a shliach. And then Rambam continues to quote the previous pasuk. Pasuk Hey, as dimchem nafshechem edresh, your blood I will demand for your souls. Zeharagaats refers to somebody who kills himself. Yad kochayeb is of an ever living being, I'll demand it. The Torah, the refers to somebody who uh, gives his friend over to a wild animal to be destroyed by him, but to be killed by the wild animal. So that's what it is, even if he, from the, from the hand of the situation where he has him killed by an animal. Yad ha'odem yad ish achiv, from the hand of a person, the hand of each person's brother, each person's fellow. I'll demand the life of a person. This refers to, who, refers to someone who hires people to kill his fellow. All three of these scenarios, the Terry uses the expression of demand, so we see Hashem is the one who exacts judgment. All these types of situations, these, these murderers we described in Halacha Beis, who are not susceptible to being killed by Besdin, technically. If the Melech Jewish king wants to kill them, Din Malchus as a civil law, but the Elam as a way to make the uh, world a, a better place. How the Melach has that reshus, the, all these technical situations where a person can't be killed by Basin on a technicality, because he doesn't technically speaking go into the category of those who are executed, the Melech has the right to execute them if he sees it fit. If Besan sees to uh, enact a uh, uh, call of the hour. If it was necessary, because there were people who were being lax in these type of you know things about calling, causing other 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 people to die without actually killing them, and it's coming, becoming a problem. Or they have they're just, they're just to do that based on what they see fit. So technically speaking, the organic laws are not to kill him. If he murders someone, be a dying bez, and to kill him these situations, Bezdin has permission to do so if they see fit. They can use their judgment. Now, when a person sends his, his Eved, Eved Canani, to kill someone, is the Eved Khayev Misa? I'm not sure. Hey, the answer is yes. If the king did not kill anyone of these examples, and Bezdin did not see the need to enact this temporary measure to kill the person. Bezdin still has an obligation to beat them, Severely, to beat them close to death, and to uh, lock them in prison. The Rambam actually, this is interesting because there's no really mucker interior for the concept of prison, and the the uh, you know, struggled to to figure out where the Rambam got this idea from. But in any event to do all these measures to discourage people from repeating this behavior, so beating him close to death, putting him in prison according to the Rambam of a in in a very um, Deprived state, sharon Ravis, many years, to <laughs> pain them with all types of pain and discomfort, <laughs> to enact, to, to um, impart fear to other wicked people. <laughs> they should not, this should not be a stumbling block, block for them. It should be, and they'll say, I'm going to find a way to kill my enemy the way this guy did it. I'll tie him up and put him in front of a hungry lion. And <laughs> I'll so to prevent that Besan has an obligation in all circumstances to make them people realize that it's not so easy you don't get off scot-free right they beat you almost to death not quite to death all these things about killing people all these halakhis, it doesn't make a difference if the victim was an adult or a minor, or a minor or one day old baby or a female, it's all the same if the murderer is killed because he killed them if he did it on purpose or if he goes to Galos if he kills by accident, we'll learn that a person who kills negligently, Bishkaga means negligently over here, he goes to exile in This din, that person's high, if you're killing even a baby, is if the baby had a full term pregnancy. If the baby did not have a full term pregnancy, it was a premature baby. Then, until the baby is 33 years old, it's considered to be, by default, is a baby that's going to die, like it's like a delayed miscarriage doesn't die immediately, it dies a few days after the miscarriage. Once it lives 30 days, then we can be sure the baby is considered viable. If the person kills the baby when it's less than 30 days old, in a situation where it was a preemie, the murderer is not killed because who says the baby is considered viable? Now, this, uh, the concept of a premature baby not being considered a viable baby until it's 30 days old is relevant in many, parts of, many areas of halacha. And the question of what, whether or not this changes nowadays that medical science has enabled babies to live Almost in all situations, uh, uh, unless it's very premature, obviously. Uh, but the standard baby who's uh, uh, somewhat premature, let's say a month early, in the eighth month, uh, be, its viability to live is much higher. And if that affects halacha, is a uh, conversation for another time. Zayin. Whether the person who's killed was very healthy or whether he's sick and very old and, and close to death. Even if he kills a person on his deathbed, nergalov now that's talking about if he is close to death or on his deathbed because he's just simply naturally old and and frail if the person was that way because he was uh, caused to be that way by human intervention person was beaten till he was uh, close to death but here grace is on his deathbed or perhaps other things human intervention may even poison a person kills him ain't bezah and they say bezah will not execute him because in this case it's uh, like a person who's been injured and considered a trefa, which is a person who's considered destined to die anyways regardless of whether he's murdered with, uh, or he'll, he'll die within the year uh, or even shorter and therefore Bez will not exact execution again they may in, in, uh, enact some of the measures in Allah Hey. A person who kills a trefah. That means a person who's wounded or has an illness that, according to Turner, he will die within the year. Even though the person is able to eat and drink and walk around. But since he has this condition of being a trefa, so he will not be executed by bezin. Now, person commits murder and he says that he should be innocent, he should not be executed, because. He says maybe his victim was a treifa. Maybe he had an illness that no one knew about that made him into a treifa and therefore he's Potter. So we say no. Every person is presumed to be healthy and whole. Therefore the murderer is executed. Unless you have proof, but certainly is a treifa. And a doctor... The uh, Taylor considers to be a doctor, not some uh, voodoo, witchcraft, homeopathy person, but someone who Taylor actually has medical, according to the, the, the Taylor's view, based on what contemporary medical science says, is, and, and Taylor's is masking to that, that, in, that genera- in that time, that the doctor says that this person does, will not live. So, and he'll die from there. If nothing kills him, he'll die from this within a year. That makes him a trefa, according to Therefore, the murderer is not, is not killed. So, only if you have that statement from a doctor, that test. Now, a person who's no, a trefa. Adkam, we talked about the murder victim being a trefa. If the person who's a trefa has an injury or an illness that, that the doctors say he'll die within the year, and therefore, according to Terah, is a trefa. This trefa goes. He says, well, if he's going to die anyways, He's going to go and enact revenge against his uh, enemies. So Nerag, the Treifa, who commits this murder, is... <laughs> you should destroy the evil from your midst. The murder happened in front of a Bezdin. In which case, the Bezdin does not have to hear testimony from Edim. They can use what they saw to determine if he's misa or not. If the Bezin didn't see what had happened. But two kosher Edim drag this guy into Bezin, and They say that this person killed someone. This trefer killed someone. Then Potter, in that case, Bezin cannot try him. He's Potter. Why can't they try him? Maybe the two Edim who said that this, that this trefer murdered somebody. Maybe those two Edim will become uh, refuted. Meaning the concept of hazama. Two other Edim will say you guys could not have seen what happened. Whether it happened or didn't happen, you couldn't have seen it because at that time, you're saying it happened, you're with us elsewhere. If that happens, normally what happens is if two of are caught lying about something, in that example, they get the very thing they tried to cause to happen to the victim. this case, it would be to have them killed because they tried to get killed as innocent treyfah. But if that happens, in Iraq, they will not be killed in this case. What kind of person are they trying to unjustly cause to be executed in Besdin, a person who's a Trefa, a person who would die anyways they're trying to expedite his death by lying about him being, being a murderer so if you kill them for doing that, it's not even, it's not fair because presuming that these Adim are not Trefas, the regular people it's not fair to kill them and prevent them from living a long life just because they try to prevent someone who's going to die anyways from dying a little sooner, therefore you wouldn't kill them Therefore, so therefore in this case if they get if they get refuted of course we will throw the case out but we're not going to enact we're not going to enact the punishment they tried to make happen on this guy we're not going to kill them we'll give them some some other kind of punishment perhaps but if the edus does not fall into the category of being able to do to these witnesses theoretically what they wanted to cause to happen to this this innocent victim it doesn't apply you can't apply you can't uh, accept the edus. it's, it's, it's uh, on a technicality it is a non-viable adus when it comes to the laws of the fascists. Therefore, these two adim, as soon as they come in and say, we testify this trefer, tried to kill someone, Besson says, sorry, we cannot accept this Aedus. Now, what if the adim were also trefas? What if the guy was a and They were trefer, so they're equal. Would you then kill them, theoretically, if they were shlugged up, uh, refuted? And in that case, would you then hear the testimony from them on their behalf? I'm not sure. Good. Echid Harega says, whether a person kills a Yid. Harega, Evad Kinani kills an Evad. he's Chayv Misa, because an Evad is partially Jewish. And the same thing is, either case, whether it's a Jew or an Evad, or a Shivchach Kinani for that matter, if the person kills them negligent, negligent homicide, when a Yid kills a non Jew who is allowed to live in there, it, it's Yisrael, so- because he's. He has accepted upon himself to fulfill the seven mitzvahs of Benoyach. E'ne and of Bezdin. He's not formally executed in the Bezdin. Shemar says, Chiyaz when a man schemes against his fellow, a fellow means a fellow Jew. Now, of course, it's still forbidden to kill them, and there may be the malchus involved with the lav, but there's no formal execution. Again, the Bezdin or the Melech may see fit to, to, to treat, to execute them, or Bezdin may see fit to beat him close to death. But there's no formal execution. Needless to say, this applies to a non Jew who's an idolater. The deen about a person being chayav misa, if you're killing an avid kanani, it's irrelevant if it's your avid or the avid of someone else. An avid kanani has some mitzvahs and he is a partial gheri, he's part of the heritage, the heritage of Hashem. Now there is a difference between your eved and others' eved. is the what is the difference between your own eved and eved of others? Just hard, like you say, your own eved, you're allowed to hit. You can't kill him. Be allowed to beat him if necessary. because you're allowed to beat your eved, if you beat him uh, 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 a beating which can be lethal, not the lumbus, and lumbus. Therefore, he is on the verge of dying and he survives 24 hours, only afterwards he dies, in that case there's no formal execution for the master, even the guy that ever died because of it eventually, says he will not be avenged because he's his property, therefore, uh, if he lives 24 hours, there's no formal execution, again the Bezin or the Melech may choose to kill him, uh, perhaps, perhaps not, and Avezus certainly can uh, give him a, a severe punishment. Ma Yem what does it mean, a day or two days? When so It says if the, it says in the Pesach, if the Evid, of his own property, survives a day or two, then the guy is not executed. What does a day or two mean? Is it one or two days? It means, a day which is like two days, is 24 hours. Meaning, Yem could mean, incorrectly mean, that it's till sunset. So it depends what time of day you kill the Evid, he has to survive till the next day. Yemayim is two days. So which one is it? It's, 24 hours. 24 hours, by definition, is, unless it's exactly at sunrise or exactly at sunset, is by definition, covers a span of two dates. So therefore, the evan has to survive 24 hours. Once the evan survives 24 hours and then dies because of the beating, the owner is not formally executed. If he dies... before 24 hours, then he is executed. That's all your Eved. If you hit someone else's evad, if you beat someone else's Eved, if it's a beating, which is, which could theoretically be, which is, which is potentially lethal, and the evad died, because of the beating, even after 24 hours, after many days, since the guy beat him lethally, the person who beat the evad hit the Evid is executed, as it would be true, regarding any normal Yid. The fact is, once you hit him, a lethal beating, a lethal blow. Uh, if that's the cause of death, no matter how long it takes, the murderer is executed. Now, usually, it seems to me, first who hit is evid with a knife, a sword, or a stone, or a fist, or anything which could be lethal. From they've evaluated that he could die. Maybe he dies. And this whole concept of whether it was less or more than 24 hours is irrelevant. Even if it's after a year. He's executed even for his own The evid. That's what the Pesach says. If he hit his evid with a staff... So he to only allows you to hit your slave in a non-lethal way. A wooden stick, a staff, or a strap. Not a lethal, murderous blow. So, therefore... Um, therefore, the whole concept of whether or not the evid lose twenty-four hours depends how you beat him. If you beat the evidence in a way that the tool you used is considered lethal by definition, then there's no concept of 24 hours. And the that could also be to perhaps apply how hard you beat him. Even if you'd like to say you only, you only slapped him, but you slapped him for hours and hours, that could also be lethal. Point is that what you did is lavdafka lethal. And what you did was, he wasn't immediately evaluated for Misa. After you beat him, they said, you know, that he'll survive. And then afterwards, the Ebed died because of, of the beating. If it happened within 24 hours of your beating, by definition, it's considered lethal. Even though the, 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 he wasn't evaluated as such. If, however, he was not evaluated to die, and he died anyways, but it was more than 24 hours, then the master is not Misa. However, if, was, if you beat him in a way that he was evaluated to eventually die from it, because you used a strong fist or you, you, you beat him intensely, then if immediately after the beating he's expected to die, it's irrelevant how long it took. So the only time a person is not Chayim Misa, if killing his own Evid, is number one, after the beating, he's, he's, uh, he gets an evaluation by a doctor, and they say he will live. Then he dies, but he dies more than 24 hours after the beating, that's what, the only case we say the master is not Chayim Misa. That's what, the person who sells a slave, and he makes a deal, that he, I'm going to say he sells it but part of the contract is is that he has to serve the first master even though he belongs to the new master he's going to still work for the old master for 30 days these first 30 days after the sale when he's still by the first master one of them either one or both of them even perhaps uh, but one, uh, certainly if either of them beat him and he dies they are misa. they don't have the concept of both of them are considered a full master yeah so They're considered not the excuse me. They're both considered not the master. They do not have the leniency of the relevance of him surviving more than twenty four hours. How the first master? The first one. So what did I say? The first one is not considered his master because he's not he's not his his property anymore. He sold him ready. It's just on a technical agreement that he still serves him. He's still still serving him. The new master who bought him who owns him. He's not under his domain, so to speak. He's not serving him yet. Therefore, neither of them are considered his master. They're both considered his non-master. Therefore, neither has the leniency of 24 hours. A person who's half slave, half free. Right? You have a guy who dies, and he bequeaths his slave to two sons. They both own him jointly. One of them frees him. So he's half slave, half free. Or a person who's owned by the two sons before they free him. He's owned by two people. And he doesn't have the concept of the leniency of surviving 24 hours, because neither has full ownership over him, they only own him half each, or the case where one frees him, the other owner only owns half of him, therefore he gets executed, if he kills his slave, as it would be any other person, the concept of not being executed after murdering your own slave, or beating him to death, rather, only applies with surviving 24 hours, etc., if you are the sole and complete, total master.